are watching my live podcast, Sex with Stevie. I am your host, Steve V, on this wonderful summer Thursday evening. Um, I've got a great show for you tonight. If you are a fan of Tag's podcast, Tag's podcast comes out every Tuesday, Sex with Stevie on Thursday. Well, if you want to support the show, you can get some extra special sexy perks and by going to our Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex. Uh, I'm gonna read this week's poll question that we're gonna break down a little bit more. I wanna see your thoughts on it. Um, but just to let you know, this week I've been filming, I did sort of like a day in the life on, my, on Tuesday. We record text podcasts with my other two co-hosts, Lincoln and Jeremy Ross Lopez, usually Monday nights. And because of COVID, we're all in our separate uh, homes right now. Jeremy's in Boston. So I decided to kind of show you what goes into the making of a day when I'm putting together my show. And I went everything from what I cooked up in the morning for breakfast to I did um, some yoga routines. You can hear the my guru yoga guy, Saturno Movement. Shout out to Saturno Gabe of Saturno. I've been uh, taking a lot of his crazy, wonderful yoga classes online, on YouTube actually. And I'm doing backbends, shoulder stands, dolphin stands. And so it's a lot of fun. You can check that out. It's coming out Saturday at patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. And the poll question, all our poll questions you can always partake in. Um, this week is comes from a listener and they asked the question now because there's been a lot of stories about how if you wanna start hooking up, there's recommendations that you can wear a mask when you hook up. And the question is, so is not wearing a mask now the equivalent of having bareback sex before PrEP existed. I'll read it again. So is not wearing a mask the equivalent of having bareback sex before PrEP was invented? And I'll read you a response that Richard on our Patreon page gave to us. He says he actually thinks it is, it's worse. Um, he says, just think about it. With, the HIV, with HIV, you are infecting either yourself or your sex partner, depending on who had it. That infected person is then only going to infect other people that he has unprotected sex with. But with COVID, that person is going to infect anyone who is just near him or anybody he goes home to. And I would add to that, I guess similar during the pandemic is you didn't know you had the virus at times unless you came down with symptoms. So I guess in a lot of ways you could be asymptomatic and have the, both viruses. Uh, but you're right, Richard, I do agree with you on that one. The amount of people that you can infect is exponential on COVID. Not that we want to diminish HIV and the ramifications that can have when people aren't careful or we slip up. Hello, is this Taylor Schubert? Steve, how you doing? I'm really good. I'm really good. Let me just pull up your, um, wait, there. I think I got you now. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. I wanted you on the show because we were talking about a, an initiative that you started along with Daniel Nardiccio 
and the gay men's health crisis called the Fire Island COVID Destroyers. And I understand that the initiative started from uh, the media representation that we saw that went on in Fire Island during the 4th of July weekend, where so many guys, so many of our community were out having beach parties, house parties, and not wearing masks. And we got a lot of flag. New York City got a lot of flag because that went viral, and I understand the governor heard about it. How did you decide to work with, how did your, the Fire Island COVID destroyers come about? Well, it was actually Daniel's idea. We were both out on Fire Island for Fourth of July weekend, uh, you know, minding our business at our house, and we were hearing all of these uh, people say, oh, there's a party, there's a party, and then people would show up to our door and say, oh, hey, you want to come with us to the party? And, you know, there was just a lot of bad behavior. And what we realized was this bad behavior that a few people were doing or, you know, a few hundred people of the thousands of people that go to Fire Island, um, that behavior was going to ruin the ability for us to have fun in our safe haven for all of us. So uh, Daniel said, hey, we should take action. You know, we should uh, fight back against people who are behaving badly out in the pines and in the grove. And he kind of came up with this, this idea to hire drag queens, to hire go-go boys, and uh, pass out masks. And uh, it was all kind of born on that weekend. Wow. And so you were actually there then on the 4th of July weekend and saw a lot of this happening in real time, correct? Yeah, it, it was kind of nuts. And people just didn't really seem to understand the severity of the pandemic. And I get that. I mean, it's part of the culture of Fire Island. People go out there to socialize. It's a part of gay culture. So I understand that people want to let loose, but um, you, you still have to, you know, COVID hasn't gone away. And so that's part of our strategy. We're we're not trying to tell people you can't go out to Fire Island because people are going to go out to Fire Island. They deserve to be able to go out to the beach. They, be, they deserve to be able to, you know, relax in, in one of the best places New York has to offer. And so our strategy is let's just encourage people to do the right thing while they're out there. Uh, and so we're making sure that we're out on the boardwalks, out on the beach. We're going to be handing out masks. We're going to be handing out hand sanitizer. And encouraging people to have fun to do it safely uh and and uh, it's been a success so far our first weekend was really fun uh people were really receptive everybody said thank you so much for being out here and it was a lot of uh people who are locals you know uh, a lot of people are out there for the whole summer and so they saw the bad behavior on fourth of july weekend and they thought you know, this this is going to screw it up for the rest of us. And so they were really happy that we were out there taking action. So, um, so when Daniel originally brought this idea up, I mean, the, you, you make a great point. I mean, we all love Fire Island. We all want to go. Um, this is such an anomaly, a different type of a year that, you know, how, how do you go to Fire Island and then not want to go to parties and go to the beach and go to, you know, none of, I understand the bars and restaurants are open. So um, is, was the plan to then um, come up with an idea to explain how it all came about working with like the governor's office and then hiring um, go-go boys and drag queens? So Daniel came up with the idea, let's hire these drag queens, let's hire these go-go boys. 
And I said, uh, you know, I'm going to reach out to my friends at the governor's office and see if they could help us out. And they were really eager to help, which is awesome. And it kind of shows how uh, proactive uh, this administration is. Cuomo, I love him. I think he's great. Um, And, you know, he wants to be able to stop the spread just as much as we do. We all want to get back to normal. Uh, And so some awesome people in his administration sent over masks and hand sanitizer literally the next day. Uh, So I called them on the Monday after fire of Fourth of July weekend and the masks and hand sanitizer were at the ferry, uh, ready to be sent over literally the next day. Uh, and they were, they were thrilled about it. And they said, you know, anything that we can do to encourage people to have safe fun is, uh, you know, uh, worth it. And so they sent over the masks and the sanitizer. We paired up with the men's health crisis. And they immediately uh, came on board. They gave us sex tips uh, provided by uh, the New York City Department of Health. And we kind of, it just was like a a magical marriage of a lot of different really proactive groups who don't want to see Fire Island turned into a kind of like police state, you know, because that's the alternative. The alternative is that, uh, you know, Suffolk County Police come in and they start ticketing people who are, you know, walking along the boardwalks and people who are congregating. And I just think that that's not um, the solution, especially right now in the era of, you know, defund the police and kind of uh, progressives are championing community enforcement uh, and community-based safety protocols. Um, You know, what better time than to take uh, this into our own hands uh, to enforce safety on our own terms. And what better way to do that than with drag queens and with go-go yeah. boys? That's kind of the, the genius, I think, of Daniel Nardiccio, why I'm such a fan of his, is that he takes something that's so practical, handing out masks, handing out hand sanitizer, and he makes it sexy and fun. Uh, and, you know, that's, I think, why it's so... Uh, stigma free, you know, because it's like if if a cop walks up to you and says, hey, put on your mask, you're like, yo, dude, you know, leave me alone. But if a drag queen walks up, it's like automatically fun. And if a go-go boy walks up to you, it's, it's sexy. sexy. Well, the other, yeah, yeah and, and um, the other thing about just being sexy, I think you said um, being safe can be sexy, which I agree with you. Um, the other thing is that you're giving a lot of these drag queens and go-go boys who normally would already be, who normally would have been working in the bars, um, which obviously they can't right now, you're employing them with your GoFundMe page. And I put the link in our Tags podcast page where people can, you have a $10,000 goal, correct? And I think that that yeah. is the brilliant of Daniel Nardiccio and you guys of what you're doing because it's employing them too. Right. And, and you know, it's kind of, uh, we're making a difference in two ways. At least I hope that we are, not only by keeping Fire Island safe, but also by helping out our sisters and brothers in our community who have also been adversely impacted by the pandemic um, just because they're not able to work. Uh, I think that you might have seen the... Um, the Pines Commercial District is shutting down completely for what will be Pines Party Weekend. And that's wow. a lot of people who are going to be out of work. That's tips that they're not going to be getting. Uh, that is a uh, 
ton of their uh, financial security that's gone. Um, and so I think what better way to give back to the people who give us so much entertainment year round than to be able to, to employ them for a day, for two days, for a week, uh, or, you know, two weekends of uh, passing out masks. So not only are we helping them out and employing them, but also they are then continuing to give back to us by keeping us safe. So, you know, I, I think that it's a, um, it, it, it's an awesome cause. I really hope that everybody who's listening will go to our GoFundMe. Uh, you know, any amount is uh, will make a difference. And, uh, you know, already we've employed uh, three, four drag queens and uh, Go-Go Boy. We have uh, Go-Go Boy and multiple drag queens signed up for this weekend uh, to be passing out masks and sanitizer in the, uh, the pines and in the grove. So uh, every dollar will make a difference. Well, one of the things I know that you're doing that the initiative does is, like you stated, when people get off of the ferry, they'll be greeted by either a drag queen or people from the gay men's health crisis volunteering, um, offering hand, sanit hand sanitizers and face masks. But what about the parties like that may happen on the beach or what about private parties um, are you doing anything where you are going to kind of infiltrate out to some of these private parties where we know that a lot of people will congregate and perhaps not be socially distanced i mean our goal is to make sure that everybody's being safe you know last weekend our first weekend nobody was partying because everyone was still on edge right. from the weekend before when everyone was so poorly behaved. <laughs> right. So our hope is that people just follow the rules. So that's what we're encouraging. That's what we're telling people when they get off the boat. Hey, you guys can have fun, you know, uh, keep it intimate, keep it well ventilated and keep it kinky. That's what we've been telling people. I like so, that. you know, keep it intimate, uh, hang out with a small group of people while you're on the island. If you're going to hook up with somebody, make it one person uh, keep it ventilated. You know, if you're going to be in a group, keep it outdoors because we already know that the spread of COVID um, is greatly reduced if you're in an outdoor space. Um, also, keep it kinky. We're saying wear your masks. You know, like it's hot. It's kind of like, you know, we got like the bondage thing going on. If you're going to hook up with somebody, use a glory hole, avoid mouth to mouth. So we're already giving these tips when people are getting off the boat and people love it. They think it's so funny. Um, they think it's like, you know, like a fun challenge, like, all right, I'm going to find somebody and use a glory hole on the island this yeah. weekend. Uh, but our, our hope is that people follow those rules. If they're not going to follow the rules, if we see people on the beach, our hope is that we can get to them and encourage them to spread out, put on a mask, apply some hand sanitizer and have fun in a safe way. Um, you know, are we going to be walking into people's houses and screaming at them? No, but that was never our intention. Our right. intention was to persuade people with kindness. And, you know, if we happen to find out that a house down the boardwalk is having a party, yeah, one of our queens is going to show up at the door and say, hey, here's some masks. Give them to the guys inside. Here's some hand sanitizers. Give them to the guys inside. Uh, you know, follow the rules guys right. because the alternative is a cop showing up shutting it down and we don't want that to happen we don't want it to happen this weekend we don't want to have to happen in august or in september we want it to be a nice fun long season 
And uh, I think that people following the rules will make that happen. You know, we can have a good summer. We can make the most of it if we adapt. I think it's so important what you're doing. And, and the other reality is that it's not just, you know, yeah, everybody wants to have fun, but there's safe, sexy ways to have fun. And the other reality is that so many people from Fire Island then get back on the trains, public transportations, come back into the city. And we all know that our numbers here in New York have been quite good on and level, but they are not going to be if if we have spikes like this. And I think this is just, you know, gonna help help it when they when people come back to the city. Right, and you know, I work in a hospital right now. Uh, I was here through the whole pandemic. So I, of all people, uh, do not wanna see a second wave. Wow. The first wave was bad enough. And you know, what we've, we've learned a lot uh, in the time that we've been fighting COVID and we've learned that something as simple as putting on a mask makes the difference. And the reason why it spread so quickly in the first place is that New York is a really dense place. People are very close together and we're in close proximity. It's how New York is. And unfortunately that meant that COVID spread very, very quickly. And uh, we can combat that by just making a couple really, really easy adjustments and, and, the easiest of all of them is putting on a mask. The second one is maintaining distance. And it's hard because, you know, especially in the gay community, you like run up to your friend, you're like yes. hanging all over them. We all make <laughs> out with each other. That's like a yep. bolster, you know? So it's, it's tricky, but and nobody's expecting every single person to be perfect. It's not like when you're on your, in your house on Fire Island that you're wearing your mask the entire time. Uh, and that you're staying away from your housemates. I mean, we're going to be honest here that that is not happening. You know, it's that when you're outside, when you're around strangers, when you're in large groups, you need to obey the, the rules and stay safe. And so, you know, we're uh, the COVID destroyers are here to provide some friendly encouragement. Uh, and uh, by our I, own I'm really community, hopeful. which I think is really key and you mentioned a great point um, part of the fun of Fire Island is being outdoors which we know as you know is less likely to transfer it of course socially distance and then things like having your own social bubble can you know if you're a household I think can be you can you like you said you're not always going to be hundred percent of the time without your mask but if you're with your core group of friends in your social bubble you can kind of maybe have some fun there and then wear your mask when you're out and just don't throw big parties. <laughs> Taylor Schubert, I want to thank you so much for this initiative. Uh, so such great work, important um, that we need this. It's just an awesome thing that you're doing. I'm going to put the link up on, it's on our Facebook page. This show gets repackaged and goes out on our RSS feed so everybody gets to hear it on a larger platform and I'll do my part to get the word out so you guys can reach your goal because I think it's, it's such great work. Thank you so much, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Take care then. Awesome. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Right. Here is Cody. Hello, Cody. 
Hello, darling. How are you? I am really, <laughs> really good.、Um, I wanted to tell you about as I was manscaping. We have a new sponsor. It's Manscaped, and the blade does not like every time I've tried to cut my balls before and shave. I've got nicks and ow. It's no fun, particularly when you get in the shower or you get the lube near your. Genitals. It's not a lot of fun. With Manscaped, you don't have that problem at all. And right now, you can get、um, 20% off、um, their products. You just go to Manscaped.com and use our promo code TAGS T A G S. I will be talking more about them, and I'm going to get Cody some products so we can. I'm here. Yeah, and I'm、uh, I'm excited now. <laughs> yes, yes. The,、um, I need some new manscaping. Absolutely.、Material. So once you get it, we can talk more in real time about how you like it, and give all of our、Perfect. our listeners 20% off using our promo code tags, and it's live right now. So anybody, they've got some great products on there. Like shower gels and some really good stuff, so I highly recommend that manscaped.com.、Um, nice. So yeah, speaking of products, you have a birthday next week, and your、yeah. Cody and your dear friend got you, a,、uh, or you got some shorts for yourself, and I'm not sure if you、I、bought、did. them or not. And they look like really sexy black shorts. However, there is a, <laughs> a secret zipper in the back that、There、I was、is. that I need to have like tomorrow. That、um, was so discreet too. They look like cute black shorts. They kind of look like the shorts I'm wearing right now. But if they had a zipper back here, and then I mean I'm all about them. And you recently stated on our show that you're eighty twenty, eighty percent top. And I was initially wondering, what are you doing buying those? But you told me, listen,、um, and I think I wrote、um, a quote. A quote that you said last night. You said, "the the booty is very integral when you're a top." <laughs> so I want. I said, "Can you ex- explain yourself?" <laughs> yes. I. You know what? I bought those shorts, because, and I wore them today, by the way. <laughs> I, I bet you did. <laughs> I didn't unzip the zipper, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, the booty is very integral when you're a top. Just that thrust is necessary. And I have a, I, you know what? I'm glad I got the shorts. I have a、um, a very nice booty. If I do say you so do. myself, you do. You have a very nice and, booty. <laughs> and you, my mama taught me. I told, I said this yesterday, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it next week if I have to. You use what you got to get what you want, and that is, and that's all that I'm going to have to say on that. So if I, I, if I need to use my booty to get to get some bottoms, then、um, hey. I'll do what I gotta do. And you and said, then, and go ahead,、uh-huh. yeah. I was gonna say like, and then for the twenty percent times, then they're even more perfect because I can use my booty to get some tops too. There you go. And as a lot of bottoms know. We like a, a guy with a hot ass because you can grab that ass too as you're doing the deed, and it's it's not a bad thing. So I I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't want flat asses. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think tops should work out their, their asses all the time because, like, especially you know that thing in the gym where the the hip thruster thing. Uh huh.、Um, they should do that. That that is kind of actually duplicates the. Uh, the thrusting position that you that you do when you have sex. Wait, state that state that again. Like the you know the the thrust the、um, 
I forget what the exercise is actually called, but oh. like the thrust oh, right. exercise that you work for the butt. Mm-hmm. Um, like deadlifts or... Expert. So, yes, and it's directly correlated to the thrust that you have, that you do when you have sex. You're so, right, because you I, squat down and then you're up and you thrust it out forward. Yeah, I would do one, but I have so many cords around me here that I'm, I would demo it, but we'll, I'll demo it on our... Tags podcast Instagram page for you tomorrow, I'll, people. I'll text it to you. And you I'll do it, yeah. You text so you me. Can see exactly. We'll what post I'm it of you. About. Send me a video <laughs> of you. <laughs> okay, we could do that. I think I, I'm, I'm down for that. Well, I, before I want, I'm, um, I want to hear what you thought of my last guest about the Fire Island COVID destroyers, but you and I were cracking. You and I were cracking up because we were walking down the street and, or actually we were waiting for our table at Elmo and we were mm -hmm. looking at this really hot guy walking down the street past us and we were both like, ooh, yeah. who's that? And he had like a beard and he was storming down the street. But then I said, oh, wait a minute, hold on a second. I'm no longer interested in him. Because why? Yeah. He wasn't wearing a mask, a mask. And so that well, was- killer. <laughs> We've really, I feel like we've really come to this where it literally almost made my dick limp, if that's even yeah. possible, because we've been inundated now with wearing masks and how important it is and how you can easily pass this virus without even knowing it. And then you're going to see some fool, albeit hot, not storming down the street, not wearing a mask. And it was like, I went from like, and I blanked out that he wasn't wearing a mask and then I did and I'm like oh no what did you think when you saw him same I exactly well I thought he was hot and then you pointed out he didn't have a mask on and I was like oh no we can't that's not what we do in this house so <laughs> do you so see how like we can easily be um swayed and not even notice he wasn't wearing a mask because we thought he was so hot but we were seeing too much of his his like lips and his beard that you don't yeah. get to see on everybody else. Yeah, and quarantine has got me a little bit on edge, I will say. So, like, of course, if I see a hot guy, I'm going to be like, my my horny meter is going to pop up. So, um, yeah. yeah, I am very excitable right now. Let's just say that. <laughs> well, C Cody, what do you think of uh, my last guest, Taylor Schubert, who was talking about the initiative, the Fire Island COVID destroyers. What did you think of that? I really love it. I really love it. I was um, telling you yesterday that like, I'm a longtime supporter of Daniel Ardisio. And yes. um, uh, you I actually have a funny a story you can share maybe after. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the, okay. the, um, yeah. the COVID destroyers first. Um, I think it's like a direct response to what we saw happen on Fire Island, like you were saying before. And um, I think it's a great way to provide a little bit of like sugar with the medicine that they're actually providing for the community. Like oh, yes. The drag queens and the go-go dancers. Who doesn't want a go-go dancer? I, when you said that they were go-go dancers, I was like, they need to send a go-go dancer over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, to the city. <laughs> yeah, come on. So you're saying it's like a spoonful of sugar helping the medicine yep. go down? Yeah. Exactly. Mary Poppins said it best. She did. She did. I agree. And I just think, yeah, and so that we don't continue to spread this damn virus. I mean, I like that he says you can still 
being um, safe can be sexy. I think that's key words. Yeah. And you know, he works in a it's hospital amazing. too. So he's seen the, the, you know, what this virus can do to people. And, and do. yeah, it's no yeah. joke. No joke. So I applaud, I applaud Daniel and Taylor for like thinking out the box, first of all, and, and for caring so much about the community. Yeah. I, and I encourage everybody out there um, to go and donate. I actually donated while you guys were talking. Oh, so. that's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. Yeah, and we'll continue to put that link up everywhere so that they can meet their $10,000 goal. Um, I think that's, like you said, very important. Um, well, since we're on the topic of masks, somebody, our poll question on Patreon this week, we announced it on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. I don't know if you heard me earlier, but it, essentially somebody wrote in to us and said, so is not wearing a mask the equivalent of having bareback sex before we ever had prep? Mm. And um, I was saying that Richard wrote in and said he actually thinks it's worse because if you think about it with <laughs> HIV, you were infecting either yourself or your sex partner, depending on who had it, that infected person is then only going to infect other people that has unprotected sex with. But with COVID, that person is going to infect anyone who is just near them. And yeah. um, I mean, I think there, there was a time. The one thing I would say about this, and then I want to hear what you think, is mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people didn't know that they had the virus during the eight, there wasn't a lot of education and mm -hmm. i mean yes there was wear condoms and i guess some people ignored that and then became hiv positive so in some ways i guess it is similar but to richard's point i think that without wearing the mask you can just spread it so much more and not even know it with so many strangers i mean just by getting on a train a bus you know yeah a store and the reality is you don't know how it's going to affect everybody and you know right now yeah i don't know it's it's similar but i think it's much easier to spread it with the other the other way what do you think yeah i'm 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 going to agree with what um the the poster on said about how because it's so easily transmittable and it being airborne makes it a little bit like jarring. And you really don't know, like you were saying, how people are gonna be affected by the virus. Like for some people, they don't see any, they don't have any symptoms at all. Um, and then for some people, it can be the death of them. Like my great aunt, she has COPD, unfortunately. So it's basically like a, a death sentence for her. Wow, so, yeah, yeah. It's it's horrible. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, real quick, just checking my uh, hello there, Kevin and Vivian. They are listening. Awesome. Um, Hi. Aram says, you need someone to help add some fun. Well, I've got Cody here now, so I think I'm covered here, which is good. <laughs> Let me check my other feed here because we post now on... Um, Oh, let me just see. There's, you know, I'm going to have to put my glasses on because <laughs> um, Frank says, <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to get into a fun game, Cody. 
Uh, Frank Pond, cool. hello, Manscaped is the best. Yes, Frank, 20% off is awesome. Oh, I'm glad, go to manscaped.com. Um, Kevin Thomas, flat ass, AKS free. <laughs> like sugar free and fat free, okay. Um, Greg Bender agrees with Frank on the Manscaped, good. Um, Greg, if you already have them, there's a lot of other products on there that you can check out uh, that hopefully we'll try out and we can kind of describe them to you. So um, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, there's some fun stuff on there. Okay, good. All right, well, it's time to play a fun game with Cody. And I'll just keep my glasses on because I need them. <laughs> um, okay, so we thought it would be fun to ask you, have you ever done it? And what I mean by have you ever done it, ha where have you done it, sex? And mm -hmm. your job is to tell me, yes, you have done it, and then give us um, if, if a specific reason. Or if you haven't done it, why haven't you done it? Or would you want to do it there? Um, and then I'll say the same thing. Corey, uh, Cody, have you ever have you ever had sex in a car? Yes, I have. That's an easy one, um, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Um, uh, I well, when I was younger, of course, I haven't had sex in a car for a very, very long time. I actually might want to go back to that, actually. Um, but well, you, you rented like a car, uh, one of those. What what car did you rent to go to the beach recently? I, I got a zip car to go to. It was like a Honda CRV or something okay, like that. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> and maybe I can rent a zip car and have sex in the zip car. There you go. <laughs> Clean up after yourself, but, though, please. Huh? Clean up after yourself, though, please. <laughs> yes, always. And I'll wear my mask, too. Um, and, but yeah, when I was younger, I had lots of sex in cars. Because like when you're uh, 20, you don't have a place to... To have a to have a private place to have sex. No, true. So you have a car, and that's where I did a lot of of sex. And, and for whatever reason, I had sex like a few years back, not not that mm -hmm. long ago. And okay. I was in Palm Springs. It was it was either leather pride or gay pride, and I ran into somebody that used to be um, an F buddy. We're on Facebook live, so I don't think I can really say the. Um, okay. F, F buddy, if wink, wink. And I hadn't seen him in a long time. And we had really good sex when back when I lived in LA. And so we were reunited at a bar and the only play, he was, I think, leaving that night, going back to LA. Oh. And I was with friends. I, we, you know, we made out and did all this fun stuff in the bar that we were at, but then I walked him to his car and we ended up having sex in his car. The, the clincher thing about this story was he's like 6'3", and like this big guy. Okay. So no. having sex in a car is really awkward. It's It wasn't meant Super. for that. I mean, you know, it wasn't like this big limo thing like you watch on porn where, you know, the seat's out and you... If they always make it look like so cool. No, it was like a regular sedan of a car and here's this giant and me trying to, I mean, we had fun, we made it work. Don't, you know, don't get yeah. me wrong. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna miss out on that opportunity, but it was- good sex. Yeah, right. If I, had to, 
if you had to choose the location. <laughs> exactly. And the other thing is that, you know, it was Palm Springs. There wasn't like a beach to go to to have sex on. It was like the desert. Which brings me to my next uh, question for you, C Cody. Have you right. ever had sex on the beach? Or just okay. had a sex on the beach cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> just only in cocktails. I don't know. The sand just seems really uncomfortable. I've, you know what? And I am not against trying new things. So maybe one day I will have sex on the beach. Okay. Um, but I have not had it yet. No. Okay. Interesting. Um, it can be a lot of fun. I ha I must say. Yeah. Wow. I'm like. Um, um, I have had it once in in Mykonos because Mykonos is like wow. Greece, like paradise. Yeah, and they, I may have told the story on my other podcast before, but they've got this church area, which is really an interesting dichotomy. They've got like a gay bar, Jackie O's, or they did, you know, I don't think mm -hmm. they're open this summer. And the, the bar is kind of indoor, outdoor, right by the water. And if you, everybody from the bar, or a lot of people from the bar, walk outside of the bar and go up to this little chapel, and not that they go inside the chapel, because it's late at night, but it's dark, oh, and I think that's say. why, and have like hookups in and around, not in, around the church, and then if you descend down the cliff, and so it's a little dangerous too, um, people kind of have sex there, and I one time like, you know, early morning, met a guy and had sex there, which was interesting because the sun was already coming up and there was like a boat speeding by and I was like, oh my God, can they see me? And I don't think anybody... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a whole thing. Um, you, you just looked like you were giving him the Heimlich maneuver. that's all. That's all. <laughs> there you go. He, he was giving it to me, yeah. Exactly. Mouth to mouth resuscitation, or mouth to whatever you were. <laughs> okay, Cody. So, have you ever had sex on a plane or at an airport? Yeah. No. I, oh, yes. Okay. Really? Because you said when you said plane, it was no. But when you said airport, right. I used to work at the airport. <laughs> you did? I didn't know that. Little bits of information about Cody that you learn on the show. Wow. Yeah. What did you do at the airport? Well, there was one time where there was this really hot guy and um, I just couldn't resist myself. So we went into the, the bathroom. There's private bathrooms and um, I'm not going to say which airport it is. But yeah, right. yeah. let's not like at. totally get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and we went into the private bathroom and had a little you know, a little fun in the, in the bathroom. And it was just really embarrassing when, when we had to come out together, so. Was anybody there to that see was you? interesting. Oh, um, the terminal was packed. So, I mean, I'm sure they knew something was going on, but I didn't oh. care and he didn't care. And yeah, good time. And you, wait, were you on the clock? Were you working or like on a I break? I was working, yep. You're my second co-host that's had sex during a, a break. Jeremy Ross Lopez on Tag's podcast tells a fun story of when he worked at a boutique here in New York City. And okay. his, his boss at the time was pretty cool and let him go on like this little break and let him even use, his boss had an apartment like across the street. So they mm -hmm. even, he was even able to use the apartment and have fun. And unfortunately, the story goes that 
the guy kept saying, are you ready? Are you ready like, for me to come? And Jeremy's like, yeah, just go on with it already. And <laughs> little did he know that he was building and building up and it was like gushing buckets. He calls it buckets of cum, the story. Wow. And it went everywhere in his boss's apartment and oh my god so then he understood what the warning was all about and he had just as much fun as he may have had with this guy having sex he had to then clean up for an equal or greater amount of time all this buckets of cum <laughs> so that his oh boss i know and still get back to work and work the rest of the day so but it makes for a great story and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I have not had uh, sex in an airport or airplane, so... No? No. You gotta join the Mile High Club. I'm, that's, that's actually on my bucket list. I mean, the airplane, I don't know. I mean, I'm, out, I'm so silly at the airport. I get into my little zone. I wear all black to the airport. I'm usually uh -huh. running late, so I'm very, like, focused about... <laughs> You know, really concentrating on my path. This is before when we could travel, and yeah, and now the middle the middle seat's blocked off. So. Yeah, and I'm so I, you know, believe me, I've given some examples of where I've had sex, but for some reason at the airport airplane, I'm more excited about like what am I going to eat, and mm -hmm. again pre not now, pre-COVID, and what movies am I going to watch, and moisturize, I don't know, I'm silly that way, so I haven't yeah. yet, um, I haven't even turned on any of the apps or anything like that, but kudos to you, I mean, I love that. Um, I can't, I can't wait for a handy under the blanket, I'm just, I'm <laughs> Oh, well, there you that. go, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that could be kind of, huh, I agree. Yeah. All right, so Cody, have you ever had sex in front of others, like pe for people to like watch you? It could be an orgy, it could just be like you were, I mean, you can tell me, I don't know. <laughs> I know I'm trying to think about what story I want to tell. Yeah, right, don't think too hard, Missy. <laughs> um, so one time, I this one time pick whatever whatever <laughs> came, came what first came to my mind um one time when i was in paris um i met Ooh. this guy yeah and we met in a bar and across the street was it was like a very shallow like alley it wasn't even i don't even know if it qualifies as an alley but like, <laughs> oh i love one of those <laughs> parisian alleyways that are lit yeah beautifully lit yes i know exactly what you're talking about so yeah, we we went out right outside and and had did our thing in the in the alley and people were just walking by and watching and he was really hot so I did not oh. I didn't even see other people so it was all good. Nice, that's hot. Have you ever had sex in an alley before or in, in front of somebody? Well, I'm gonna bring up my one story. You made me think of Paris and okay. it was there's this place called Le Depot, the Depot but I love saying uh -huh. Le Depot. And it's this really fun bar that has, I don't know, it's like a maze. It's got four or five different floors. I don't know, it's like a lot. But sometimes they only open like two or three. And part of it is like a dance club. Again, pre-COVID, I'm sure they're not open right now. It's Paris, yeah. sadness. But they have, um, in addition to like, a couple different dance floors with always incredible music. 
they've got like mazes around. So it's this mm -hmm. really great mix of, and they have bars too, a couple different bars. So it's this really great mix of dancing when you want to dance, uh, going to the main bar, getting a drink. You could even have some like bar stools to then, oh, you know what? Now I kind of want to just roam around. And you can roam around in these mazes that they even have some where there's doors that you can take a person and privately go in. Um, oh, okay. And then there's another area that's strictly maze, but all open area. And I did meet somebody, I've had sex in the closed doors for sure before there. Uh -huh. Been there a couple of times. And I've <laughs> been to the open air area and managed to find sex and have sex kind of out in the open where people were sort of watching. And that was fun too. And so, um, and normally I'm a little like uh, freaked out with all that, but you know, the dark lighting and you get into the moment and yeah. I, I got into it then. Um, so yeah, all these yeah. stories sound like relic stories because it's, you just, after our last guest and wearing masks and it's like, I don't know that some of these things will be happening for a while now, right? I don't know. Yeah, what do you unfortunately. think? Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Hopefully, Sooner rather than later. I mean, this, the longer we're in this, the, the sooner we are to the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, but what, what you were saying about Paris before, I think I've been to that place, number one. Oh, cool. <laughs> then you know, yeah. So. So fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Good time. When you were describing it, I was like, okay. It's probably like Le Depot, yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for playing, Cody. And real quick, before you. You, before you go, we need to get back on our Drag Race talk. Um, tomorrow's a brand new episode. There, we're currently in uh, uh, All Stars, correct? Yeah, kind of. Uh, a, yeah, they're in All Stars. Yep. We're making top our way. Four. What's that? Top four. It's top four now. Yep. Yeah, and I'm not sure who I was talking to. I think I may have been talking to my friend Frank. Um, my favorite, I don't even know if I told you, is um, my favorite is Jujubee. Well, you have good taste then. Okay, <laughs> but a close second, and I hope you people are watching, a close second is um, Shay, what is it, Shay? Shea Coulee. Shea Coulee. Yeah, I wasn't sure that yeah. was the right. I didn't want to say that. And I'm like, is that the right word? And what does that mean, Coulee? But yeah, Shea, <laughs> Shea Coulee is number two for me. Um, yeah, who's the who's the other two? Um, Blair Sinclair. Oh, I like and, Blair. Um, who's Cracker? Cracker. Oh, right, Cracker. Who's doing well? Yeah. Okay, so she's who? She's doing real. She's doing amazing. And then, okay, who's your vote? So my number one, it's just the exact opposite. The same people as you, but turned around. So Shea Coulee is my number one. Okay. And then Juju B will be my number two. If This last year should not have been the tie. This year should have been the tie. Because both Juju B and Shea Coulee are amazing. So, they are, yeah. And they both, and they both deserve the win. So whoever between those two wins, I'll be totally happy and totally fine. I agree. Me too. And real quick, uh, you said, since I've only ever watched in the regular seasons, season six, and then this last mm -hmm. past season, you recommended I should watch uh, season three? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because uh, you'll get to see more Alexis Mateo. Um, Got it. That, she's yeah. on that season. 
Morris, I don't know if you're familiar with Shangela, but you get to see Morris Shangela. Okay. You get to see Roger Gemini. You get to see Manila Luzon. All the all the wonderful, brilliant queens. I love uh, it. That's and a lots of drama. So <laughs> I, I live for that. I'll get be... ready for the drama and the fashion. Okay, I'll be watching tomorrow night. I know you will be too. Yes, darling. Cody Maurice Doggett, thank you so much as always as being my co-host. Um, soon we are going to be in the same room, I think. Um, maybe you might go, be going away for a little bit, but maybe when you come back after your birthday uh -huh. and all, we can, maybe we can um, start doing these together in the same room. I would love that. Me too. I would really, really love that. All right. Well, be well, my friend. All right, babe. All Have right. a great night. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Okay. Bye-bye. Love you, bye. Bye. Ah, love him. Oh, my goodness. Well, I want to thank you um, for watching tonight. This has been a lot of fun. Again, check out our tagspodcast.com because that is where um, you can find show notes. And like I said, the show gets repackaged. And then lastly, um, take our poll at patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex and while you're there scroll around because you'll see you can become a subscriber at the five ten dollar whatever level you want and get some extra special sexy perks like my behind the scenes coming out this saturday of how what what it takes to make this show happen uh, a day in the life type of thing so as always be well uh, stay healthy wear your mask and i will talk to you soon um, take care.